when you love what you do and you just want to create that environment, that safe space, right? That's what you want to do. You want you have that goal. And it's definitely hard to do that, right? It's hard to keep your eye on the prize because there's so many distractions out here pulling you left and right. Literally pulling you left and right. And you know, and once you once you once you out here doing something, those distractions are gonna come at you. Like all the alcohol, the drugs. I don't do drugs, by the way. But all the alcohol, all the drugs, and the women and everything is going to come to you. And at the end of the day, and that's why I'm still humble, you know, because like I said, I don't see myself as that, as that person. Yes, I'm doing it. And yes, I know I'm meant to do something great. You know, I'm meant to, like, do more than what I'm doing right now. But at the end of the day, I'm still that guy that came from El Salvador six years ago just to work hard and do something for himself, you know. That's it, and that's what it is. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we got another special guest, uh, another member of Los Desvelados. And go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Yo, what up? Um, Jay Santos, also known as Santos or Javi. Um, I'm a DJ, I'm a creator, brother. You know, and friend and men of the people, what you can say. <laughs> this shit, bro. He's like the most charismatic person out here. I be catching him on the Instagram stories, fucking blowing kisses to the camera and shit. Daddy, hey man, uh, gotta show the love to the people. Love. I'm like, damn, bro. He's a he's a real Hispanic, bro. That's a that's some super Hispanic shit. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my country. Before we get into it, guys, make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. You're not gonna want to miss this one, Jay Santos. Let's go for sure. All right, bro. So you mentioned your mom right off the bat, right? You're a family guy. You've been mentioning that to me this whole time. Yeah. You know, immediately what came to mind is it's going to be cliche as fuck. But, you know, when they say in Lilo and Stitch, Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind or forgotten. Word. That's true. The reason I picked that, like, right off the bat, right, is because so many people relate to that. That's why it's such a fucking cliche saying, right? For you, how has your family played, like, a huge role for you? I mean, you know... Coming as a, uh, as the only boy in the family, you know, uh, family of like three. I have two other sisters. Uh, it's just, I mean, once I, because for people I don't know, you know, I come from another country, so like me getting here, you know, it was just me and my mom and my dad. So it was like the three of us, you know, you have you have your cousins, you know, anyone have like sisters, brothers, you know, they have like their their grandparents, their like aunts, uncles. Me, you know, it's just my mom, you know. So, like I say, you know, that part of me is with me in my memory, my ment- my mind, you know, but like, at the end of the day, like, I don't have it with me physically. So, like, it's just, you know, when they say, like, when you don't have nothing, it means, like, like it's it's worth more. Mm-hmm. So, that's basically what it is, you know, now that I don't have it with me physically, you know, this mean, this mean a lot, like, like I said, like, the way that I am is thanks to my mom, like, and my sisters, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to explain. You know, like it's hard to put into words. Like I said, I get you, bro. Uh, definitely the aspect of you know only having those people in your life, it really takes a toll on the expectations that you have surrounded around you, right? Yeah, for sure. So for you, how has those expectations impacted you, both mentally and career-wise? Because obviously, you know, you're a fucking DJ, yeah, and you do a lot of big shit. So go ahead and talk about like how those expectations have driven you to want to be successful i mean you know coming from like literally having nothing uh literally like moving from another country side from zero like it's just puts you in a position where like it's just up from now like let's say like 
whatever you want to do. You know, it's true. Like, over here, you know, you can do everything and everything. Anything and everything if you put your mind to it. So, like, I mean, coming here, you know, even the little accomplishments, whether if I was a DJ or not, like, you know, it means a lot because that's something I couldn't have done, like, back in my country, you know, like. Like I said, every 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 little every little like achievement, every little like move that I do, you know. Like I said, you know, whether it's having like a an hour set in like a small bar, like an hour set in place like soundbar, you know, it's just like like a big accomplishment because something like not everyone can say, oh yo, I did that shit, like oh hey man, like it's something that some people can just dream about, you know, and some people don't have like the guts or like the the what, what how you could say it, like the opportunity to do, you know. So I mean. And expectation of big or small, like it's just like makes a big impact to me, you know. Man, talk your shit, bro. You're, you're a little <laughs> too humble, you know. Yeah. Uh, he said, even if you're in a small bar, a <laughs> place like Soundbar, because I mean, you just did Caminos and then you also did, you know, Soundbar, Y Bar. Shout out to my boy Kike right there. Thank you for that. But no, nah, I mean, look, like, like I say, you know, like coming as an immigrant, I mean, like I can't, I can try to put into words, but I feel like that's something that no one's gonna understand once you go through it. Um, I mean, you know how people say, like, oh, like, I want to move out of state, start from zero, start from scratch, you know, and all that type of shit? Well, that shit happened to me, you know, like, literally, I moved here, started from zero, like, when, like, months without having anything, you know, under my name, like, like I'm talking about, like, even clothes and shit, you know, like, so that's why I'm very, like, humble, you know, everything I get, like, even people, you know, that's why we blowing kisses on everything, you know, like, because, like, you know, it's, it's like the, the appreciation for the people, you know, the appreciation for, like, the things you, that the things I do, you know, the things I have, you know, like I said, I'm just, like, I'm just like that because I come from having nothing, you know. I'm going to ask you one of the most basic questions there is, right? If you weren't DJing, what would you be doing? Or what do you think you would be doing? It's a tough question, you know, because, like, uh, my respect to the people that do 9 to 5, I would definitely not be doing a 9 to 5. I just quit my 9 to 5. Fuck that <laughs> shit, bro. I did that shit for a week. And that's what <laughs> up. That's what up. Now, I mean, like, you know, I don't know, man. You could do so many things here. Like, literally, I don't know, bro. Probably, oh, you know what? I, I was good. I was a good. I used to draw bear because I wanted to be a tattoo artist. So for sure, I would have been a tattoo artist. Like, that's why I got a lot of tattoos, you know. I got my respect to the art. I got my respect to, like, the people that do, like, shit outside. So, yeah, I would have been a tattoo artist. I just remember. I used to draw a lot when I was little, when I grew up, you know. So I wanted to be a tattoo artist. But once I realized that, shit, that's just permanent. And you cannot fuck anybody up. I was like, fuck that, you know. Might as well be a DJ. I can't fuck I can't fuck anybody up, but I can make some good <laughs> memories. I mean, I, I'm I'm tatted up, bro, and like, like if my tattooers would have fucked this shit up, I would've been pissed. You know, I don't want to be that type of guy. You know, to other people. So, yeah, I would've been a tattoo artist, but thank God, you know, I was I became a DJ. Thank God, I was. That's what happened. You know, art. You're obviously drawn to art. What What is it? What draws you to art so much? Is it the stories that you're able to tell, the feelings you're able to evoke from people? You know, when you talk about art, I mean, for me, art is even this shit. This is art because, you know, not anyone can put the creative thought to do this, to do an interview, to talk to strangers, you know, and, like, make time to do the question. You know, like, everything is art. So, like I said, like, it's something that not a lot of people do. And if they do, you know, they do it as a hobby or they do it, like, on the low. So what attracts me is, like, how it's just out of, like, the ordinary, you know. Like I said, like, that not a lot of people... Like, like I said, I like, have the like guts to go out there and do that, you know, and make that like be seen out there, you know. Like, it's just that in general, you know. Like, it's something that not a lot of people do. Mm, and it's having the passion to do it, you know. The idea that it's just a hobby to some people sometimes, like that shit, you know, to everybody, right? Do what you're gonna do, right? Of course. To me, it's like when 
I'll give you an example, right? I just had a conversation with somebody, and they're like, oh. "Put it on blast." It fucked up. No, not fucked up, <laughs> but. They, they call this shit a hobby. They're like, oh, you do this as a hobby. I'm like, I don't fucking do this shit as a hobby, bro. I've been at it for a year. I've fucking interviewed people that I never thought. I've met, pe- I've met people I thought I would never meet in my fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's the crazy idea to me, right? Because I didn't start this shit to start meeting a bunch of people. When I started this shit... I only had the idea of interviewing people that I knew. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like we said, like to each their own. But, um, I mean, some people don't realize that literally you can be your own boss. Literally you can, like, I mean, for you, I feel like this is just, like, the beginning of a lot of things you could be doing. I feel like this is just, like, the start of, like, you know, future things. Like, for me, you know, like, yeah, you know, I'm doing I'm doing my nights, you know. I'm DJing here and there, you know. But, like, I don't feel like that's even the 10% of what I could be doing. Like, literally, right now, right now it's about putting my foot on the door, you know. Like, that's what it is. Like, literally it's just, like, the beginning but like 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 I said, you know, to use their own and yeah, I mean at the end art is art and if you're doing it, shout out to you, you know. Yeah. Keep doing your shit. So then what's that next step for you? What what is your end goal, right? Say you you do keep on DJing because you like to do it. You love to do that shit, right? Yeah, love it. You're gonna perform at your first festival, at least first festival that I know of, right? Moss Flow. Moss Flow, yeah. Shout out to all the Latinos, shout out to all the people that gave me the opportunity, yeah. Go ahead and talk about, you know, what what would be your ultimate end goal? And how do you feel about performing at Moss Flow, bro? You're the youngest DJ that's going to be there. Nah, I mean, happy, proud. I feel like that's a big opportunity. Whether, you know, whether if I was DJing or not, like, I would have gone to that fucking festival. Like, I don't care. I'm a Latino, you know. I'm a Latino, like, 100%. So it means the word to me because it's something you never thought about. Fucking like seven years ago, you know, living in my country, having barely anything, I wouldn't have thought about being a DJ and then boom, performing with artists like I looked up when I was little, you know, like Sani Lennox, uh, Wayna, Tito El Bambino, you know, all those all those guys, you know, like I remember when I was little, you know, walking in the streets of El Salvador, hot as fuck, and just like hearing, you know, because over there, you know, like like literally everybody knows everybody, so they keep the fucking door open. And they blast reggaeton, you know, you, you pass by one house, you hear reggaeton here, like you pass by the one, you hear Don Omar, another one, Daddy Yankee, another one, Sign Lux, you know. So, like, more than just like, more than just the opportunity itself, you know, to play with them, it's just like in general, it's something that I never thought about. So, it's just literally a dream, you know. And like I said, that's just the beginning, bro. Like, in this country, you could do so many things, and that's, that's the main thing about it. I feel happy, though, and proud. And yeah, like I said, shout out to all my Latinos. Bro, you keep calling it. You keep calling it just the beginning. So, where do you want to be? Do you want to host your own festival? What do you want to do? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like DJing. That's that's the beauty of DJing. You could do so many things. Like, I remember I heard one of the DJs I look up to. You know, Boy Genius. Shout out to Boy Genius. Uh, he would say like, you have like radio DJs, battle DJs, club DJs, festival DJs. You know, you could take this to so many places. Like. Like I said, like it's just up to you where I want, where you want to do it. And for me right now, you know, I just wanna right now, right now, I just wanna like after my flow, I just wanna host my my own events, mm-hmm. my own events, uh, where I could like show my culture, show my Latino culture, you know. And it, I mean, I'm not just talking about reggaeton, you know. It's just like salsa dembo, you know, like just that that Latino flavor that not a lot of people got to experience, or some people know about, you know, by going more in depth, you know. So yeah, like I said, as of right now, it's just hosting my own things, you know. In the future, you know, you know playing out of state, you know, taking taking my talents somewhere else out the city, you know. 
But yeah. My boy said he's gonna fucking show you guys the deep cuts. Of course. I mean, I'm there. I feel like I went through that first hand, you know. Like I grew up with like a family, you know. Okay. Like we will go to La Playa. We'll go to La Playa like on the weekends. By the way, like if I speak Spanish, I hope you put the fucking subtitles because I'm I'm not about to like translate it. Nah, but you know, like uh El of Semanas, we will go to La Playa, you know, and like blasting salsa, you know. Frankie Ruiz, some people I, I feel like they're not even gonna know they're not even gonna know about that or like Mark Anthony, you know, like shit like that or like Romeo Santos, you know. Tocayo right there, you get me like you see, like shit like that, you know, like some things that people hear, you know, like, oh yeah, like my family play, you know, but but taking it more in depth, you know, talking taking it more to like you're about to like experience it, you know, and feel it and listen to it, you know. Man, you seem to reminisce a lot as well. You know, I I do a lot of that. <laughs> but uh, your reminiscing comes a lot from your family and the memories you have from your country. So yes, sir. I want to do something a little different. Go ahead and tell us, you know, one of those core memories that you have uh, with your family and your country. It doesn't even have to be with your family, but, you know, back from your country. Fuck, it be that, bro. Like, like I mean, I've, I barely moved here like six years ago. So, you know, I'm, it's like still fresh. Like uh, and even even if twenty years ten years pass, you know I still feel like my bad my mind is over there, you know. So one of the most uh, oh no, it's just I mean it's just those moments you know when we're like my dad will take time out of his schedule to like take us to somewhere you know to a little road trip to like the woods or like uh, La Playa or just like things like that you know like just the family moments you know because it's it's things that I don't have right now. And I wish I did, you know. It's things that for sure, for sure, I took for granted. And, you know, yeah. I mean, just those those little trips, you know, those little moments when, like, where, like, the five of us will be together, you know. And, yeah. Or, like, even when we'll sit down, like, it's funny, you know, because we used to have a table like this. And it was crazy, you know, because, like, every fucking morning on Sundays, the five of us will be sitting down and shit. And now, you know, we got, like, a table. It's not, it's rounded, too, but, like, no, it's not rounded, you know, but, like, the thing is that it has, like, five seats. In those five seasons, you know, it's just me and my mom. So, like, you know, it's just those three empty gaps, you know. So, like, just, it's the it's smallest things that I, like, that's what it is, you know. Like, and I be like, oh, like, yeah, this moment, like, we did something crazy. Like, nah, it's just, like, shit like that, you know, because something I don't have anymore, you know. The song that I took specifically for this episode was J. Cole, Love Yours, right? Because the whole song is him detailing, like, you know, you got to love what you have before you get to the big stage, right? Uh, the specific lyric was for what's money without happiness or hard times without the people you love. And I chose that because, man, you can you can have happiness without money. Right. But a lot of people you can. Of course. So it makes life. It makes easier. life easier. easier. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna yeah. <laughs> but for what's money without happiness. Right. Because you can have all this money, but you can feel empty inside and you can feel lonely. You know, just like you said, let's let's, you know, play hypotheticals right now. Right. If you had all the money in the world, but you still couldn't have your family here with you, there's still going to be that emptiness and that sadness inside of you. So for what what is it or hard times without the people you love, you know, without having those people around you during those hard times, it's like, damn, I'm going through this shit alone. You, you know, it's crazy because. Like, these last couple of months, you know, hella blessings have happened. Like, my first night at Twisted Cantina. If you don't know, I'm going to be there this Saturday. I got to play it in here. Nah, but, uh, no, you know, like, have my night at Twisted Cantina. 
Tell them what it's called, bro. Sábado Santo. You already know. You gotta... You know, in Santos, that's my mom's my mom's last name. So, you know, like, in general, that... Like, like I said, that woman has done a lot to me. So, me just carrying the name Santos and being known for that, it's just like... It's just, it's just not even me, you know. It's like they're knowing her, you know, in a way, you know. So, yeah, Sábado Santo. It's a little wordplay. So, right now, it's just one night, but I'm trying to make it serious. But uh, going back to the topic, it was crazy because... Uh, like I said, I had my first night at Twisted Cantina, and uh, then I debuted at uh, Soundbar with M-Dog. Shout out to M-Dog. That's my mentor right there. Uh, you know, when I debuted at Soundbar, and I got, it was the same, I think it was the same week that I got the news for my flow. Uh, you know, it was a high moment, you know. It was like a moment where like, damn, like, I'm, a, I'm doing these big moves, you know. But it was the same week that my dad, you know, went back to my country. So like, it's just like, you know, I didn't have like enough moment to celebrate. And where I'm going to this, you know, like in public, you know, in the eyes of the of the of the community, in the eyes of the, like the people, like, oh, this dude is doing it, this dude is killing it, he must be happy. Yeah, you know, but like my dad went back. Mm-hmm. I don't have that person, you know. And even though like if I didn't grow up with him, you know, like I still love my dad, you know. And like that part, you know, just like, you know, taken away from me, you could say. It's just like takes the, you know, the thing about it. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, money makes your life easier, bro. But it's just the people that is with you, like, you know, because you cannot buy half. Like you, I mean, you like your life can be easier, but you cannot buy those emotions. Like you cannot buy those moments, you know. Money will never replace the relationships and the people you have around you, right? Argue with me about it if you want, <laughs> but yeah, you can. You can at all, bro. Just like you said, you fucking debuted at Soundbar. You got the news for fucking... Mass Flow. The, the fucking first reggaeton. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you could say... You, uh, signals, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, like, the thing about Mass Flow, and I like this, it, it's like a old school reggaeton type of shit. I mean, you're gonna have Teo Calderon, Don Omar, Evie Queen, you know, like, it's like straight up like old school reggaeton and it's run by people from Chicago. Like, Sueños, you know, yes, it's in Chicago, but like it's run by people from Baja Fest. And like, it's crazy, you know, like, regardless, like having like all these Latino princes in Chicago, it's just like a huge movement. Cause it's a country, it's like, it's an American, like at the end of the day, United States, you know, it's, an, in a, it's a country like where English is the main language. Three, three, four years ago, you wouldn't have seen this shit. Exactly, there, you know. There was no fucking, Lat- they, yeah, there was the Latin community, right? You know, in the clubs, they were probably just playing hip-hop at that time. Now, fucking, you go to any club, you're hearing reggaeton the whole fucking night. Maybe you'll hear hip-hop. Boy, if you book me, most definitely I'm playing reggaeton in them, boy. That's for sure. <laughs> you mentioned family a lot, right, throughout this whole conversation. And you have a second family. <laughs> sure I do. Hey, go ahead and talk about them, Los Desvelados. Los Desvelados, well, we're a, we're a crew full of creatives, you know, and I'm not talking about just DJs, you know, we're talking about like Cooley, who's like a, a poet, I think, I don't know how you say in English, poeta, poeta, in Spanish, that's but poeta, creador. Uh, then you have like your bartenders like Trin, and then you have like your security guards, you know, and it's crazy, you know, more than just DJs, you know, it's just people that like really look out for you outside, outside the scene, you know, like literally like brothers, you get me? And fuck, they're talented, man. I cannot say. Like, literally, when I be DJing at the brunches with them, it's just, I feel the pressure, you know, because, fuck, you got, I mean, you know M-Dog, right? 
You got M Dog, the major of Pilsen, you know that, that motherfucker talented as fuck. I seen M Dog do it with no fucking laptop. Nah, bro, M Dog, he's such a freaking creative and like like I said, like he's a big influence in me in the crew and outside the crew. And then you have like, you know, Seas Days, who's like uh an amazing like DJ and like event coordinator thing, that's what you say in English. And then you have like all these DJs you know that they're talented in their own in their own ways. And then it's just me, like the young cat. The youngest one of all of them all, you know. How the fuck did that happen, bro? You're 22 years old. All of them got at least eight years on you. At least eight years. So go ahead and tell the people, man. How the fuck did that shit happen? I've been DJing, like, I've been DJing for, like, two years, about to be three. Officially, officially, like, in the scene, I've been DJing, like, a year. Uh, And the pandemic, you know, like, I just took that year to, like, practice. And that's what I tell everybody, you know. You could do anything and everything you want as long as you practice. Like, if you put the time, if you put in the work. That's just gonna happen like this. I mean, maybe the the opportunities might not come fast, but like you know, you're gonna be like little by little progress, you know. And yeah, bro. I mean, I put in the time, I put in the work, and I network, met M Doc, and through M Doc, you know, like he gave me my first opportunity at Twisted, and from there, you know, the other people from Los Desvelados saw me, and they saw my talent, they saw I was, they saw I was decent at it, I guess, and then they're like, yeah, they 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 like thank God, you know, they. They uh, made me part of it, and it's and it's something you know like, for some people you know I don't know if it might mean a lot, but for me like it does mean a lot because it's something that you never expect other people you know noticing your talent more more in the industry you know where like there's some there's some DJs that like they feel threatened by the young the youngers you know the younger people like that are doing it you know and uh, they don't they don't give the opportunity to get me because they're like oh this motherfucker might take my job you know. And like, like I said, I'm always appreciated and grateful and thankful and blessed for them, you know, because they really saw something in me and they said, yo, let's take him in. And yeah, you know, it happened because they saw my talent. And you brought in a lot of fucking people, bro, to twist it, right? You brought in DJ Drip the other night, King Inez. You know, the influence that you bring is, you know, greater than what you may think, right? Because, you know, being you, right? You don't think about it. When you're the creative and you're the person in charge, you think, oh, I'm just doing what I got to do. Bro, if you ask me, man, when I pull up to this place as DJ, I'm like, man, I'm just one of y'all. And y'all tell me to get up there, you know, and do my shit. Like, literally, bro, like, I don't see myself like, that's why I don't even say DJ Jay Santos. I just say Jay Santos because at the end of the day, I'm the end of the day, I'm just one of you guys. Like, I'm just like literally a dude that pulls up plays music and y'all buy with it like you know i'm a dude that knows how to work a dj (laughs) (laughs) i mean what can i say you know like i said once you put in the time and the work anything is possible since joining the group what do you feel like you've learned and well what do you think is the most important lesson you've learned stay humble no matter where you at stay humble Uh, be organized Uh, just be prepared you know prepare yourself like you cannot pull up and i think I think uh, Drip said this. I don't know. Shout out to Drip though, but like, you cannot you cannot pull up like to an event without being prepared. You know, you have to like prepare. Like, you have to practice. You have to like put in the time and the work. You know, like, and like yeah, with them, you know, with Los Desvelados, that's what I learned. And more than that, you know, staying humble, cause like these guys, like I mean, yes, you know, they know they're doing their shit, but at the end of the day, like they're humble. You know, like they don't. It doesn't get to their head. You know. And that's just that's just me too, you know. That's the one thing I can say about that whole group is like you're all fucking humble, bro, and you're all open to any opportunity that comes around, right? Because when I booked Cool, 
easy. When I booked Seas Days, Seas Days reached back out to me and said, yo, shoot me a date. Yeah. I've talked to M-Doc. M-Doc's like, yeah, let's get it. Just shoot me a date. With you, bro, I fucking, the way we met was at Bounce. Bounce. And fucking, <laughs> I'm like, you're Jay Santos, right? And you're like, yeah, you're yeah, Sad yeah, Boy yeah, Radio, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, you know, one thing about me, bro, like, like, gee, if you're doing it, you know, I'm going to know about you. And if you treat me with respect, I'll treat you with respect. Like, I run, I run with morals, bro, like where I come from. Like, and that's one thing about the U.S., you know, like here, like the way people move is just very different. Like you find like some people that move like with morals, you know, but me, bro, I run with morals. You treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you with respect. Like, that's what when we met, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, like you're that dude. Like, I don't care, like, if you're like have like 100 people viewing your shit, like you're doing your shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to respect you, you know, and yeah. It was, yeah, that day was funny. The reason I fuck with you so much is because you didn't even fucking know me, bro. And then <laughs> fucking I pulled up to Twisted. My thing is I always like to support the people that even if I haven't interviewed them, right? Or if I'm planning some shit, it's like it doesn't matter if we do do an interview or not. I'm still going to pull up and support because I feel like that's one of the most important things about being a creative in Chicago, right? Is any opportunity you have to go support somebody, you should do it because it's like it's free. It doesn't cost you shit. Especially at Twisted. It, do- it literally doesn't cost you shit. Still, though, the, the vibes the vibes are priceless, though. The vibes and the moments are priceless. The ratchet vibes, bro? Uh, not even. I mean, it's about having a good time, you know. But, yeah. For legal purposes, yeah. he, can't say, he can't say that. Yeah. But, yeah, bro. And, you know, like I said, when I pulled up, the whole night you showed love. So, I appreciate that. Trin, too. Fucking that dude's funny as fuck, bro. The way I met Trin, man, I'm not going to say it, but that guy is a whole vibe. A whole vibe. Like, that's what I'm telling you, bro. Like, this dude, Los Esbelados, like, each and one of them, brother, they're a whole vibe. And it's crazy, bro, because, like, we come together and we do crazy shit, but that at the end of the day, like, it does, it's not forced, you get me? It's, like, all together. Like, it just goes in real good, you know? Something that I had written down and prepared was, does Los Desvelados fill that void of, you know, the missing family? And obviously it doesn't. But when you're with them, obviously... It almost, it, it seems like you're at peace and you're happy. You, you know, yes, it does, because I never had brothers. So, you know, like, when I'm with them, you know, I feel like, oh, you know, I'm with people, like, you know, I can, like, they, they'll they take care of me and I'll take care of them, you know. And it does feel the boy to a certain extent. And just, like, with any, not any people, you know, but just with my close friends, Cause there's another crew called Dwee Squad, you know, and uh, there's like a couple people. Shout out to Dwee Squad. Uh, there's a couple people from there, you know, that are very cool with me, you know, like Kike. This dude names we call him. His name is Alonso, but we call him Spanky, you know. Like all those people, like you know, like they're my they're my friends, you know. And like like I said, like I lost my I lost my family, you know, when I moved here. I lost my culture. Didn't lose it actually, you know, but like I lost my family. I lost my friends, you know. I lost like that environment where my culture was at, you know. I lost all these things, you know, so when I meet people now, whether, you know, you're a friend, whether you're, like, a random person, you, you know, I appreciate them a lot, you know, because, like I said, you know, like, I don't want to make the mistake again of, like, not taking all this for granted, you know, taking the people for granted, you know. So, yeah, you know, like, everybody feels the boy to a certain extent, but it's not the same. It's not the same, you know. More and more in holidays. Fucking holidays hits. That shit hits bad. Sad boys for real. Yeah, hey, man. What can I say? Shout out to their name. Nah, but yeah, it does. It does it, it but it doesn't feel the doesn't feel the void. It doesn't. So, you know, you mentioned something a little bit earlier that there's a lot of people here that kind of don't run with morals, right? Yeah. So you run into a lot of people who 
are definitely going to use you, right? They're just going to they're going to pose themselves as your friend or they're going to pose your, themselves as your family, right? Because uh, that term, I feel like that term, I feel like a lot of the times there's so much fake love that you can't, you don't see it, right? You're blinded. You know what they say, love is blind. So when you when you genuinely love somebody, you know, it could be a friend, it could be somebody, right? Yeah. You're blinded by all their red flags, essentially, right? You're blinded by the shit that they're doing to other people and you're like fuck it bro they haven't done that shit to me so it's all good right does that scare you it doesn't scare me you know like when i moved here i had to like my mom didn't know english like i had to like grow up by myself you know get my first job like yeah you know like when i would go to school you know yeah my mom helping get in but you know they had to like put in the work and all type of shit so like you know i feel like the experiences i've had i it's like enough for me to tell who's fake and who's not I mean, if you're fake to me, you know, I'll treat you with respect, but, like, just don't be on my way, because, mm-hmm. and, like, I I mean, one thing about me, bro, like, in the DJ community, in, in the DJ community, your talent can get you so far, but it's all about networking and making the right, meeting the right people. One thing about me, though, I don't dig right. I hate dig writing. Like, the people that I move with, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of DJs, you know. Like, I could name you right, right now, like, five DJs that I look up to in Chicago. And, you know, that's because of their work. Whether they give me an opportunity or not, that's up to them. But like I said, like, I don't I don't take right, G. Like I said, if you treat me with respect, I respect you. So it doesn't scare me, you know, because I'm well aware of it. But it's just something I really keep in mind. Something I really keep in mind, you know, like to be aware of. Like, yeah. For me, the reason I mentioned that is because that – that idea of loneliness, right? It's something that Cool mentioned, the void of authenticity in relationships, right? When you get to a certain point, just like he said, people start to love you for what you do and not for who you are. And for you being so young, it's one of those things where you got to navigate, you know, does this person really care about me because of the person I am or do they only care because I fucking DJ at Twisted Cantina? And that's one thing about me, G, like, I'm very low-key, you know. I'm not that type of guy. I'm not, I'm shy, bro. Like, people are like, man, you're shy? I'm like, yeah, I'm shy, you know. Like, that's why I'm DJing because I'm in the DJ. Except when he blows kisses at the camera, <laughs> Nah, nah, bro. nah, G, like, I'm in the, bro, I'm fucking buzz when I'm doing that shit. Nah, but, you know, I'm shy, G, like, uh. I'm not as social, so, like, the people that move with me, you know, it's just, like, close people, you know, it's business-related. It's, like, people, you know, that I can, like, be like, yo, they got me and I got them, you know. And um, I'm very low-key, bro. I don't be I don't be hanging out with hella people, you know. Like, hella people know of me, but they don't know about me. And that's why, like, even in, in this interview, you know, I was, like, not hesitant, but I was like, yo, should I really do it, you know. Like, people about to know more than they should, you know. But, but yeah, bro, I mean... Like I'm telling you, it's the fact that I know who to move with and not that it just gives me like on my on my ten toes, you know. It's hard out here because you really got a second guess, you know, everybody you keep around. Uh I don't know, that's just the way I think about it, right? Because as you continue to grow, it's you gotta realize, should I keep this person around or are they and that's the thing, a lot of people view relationships as transactional, right? Yeah. They think that, okay, this person's going to do this for me. I got to do this for them. Or they got to get me back because I did this for them. Every person is an opportunity. You're an opportunity. I'm an opportunity. And, bro, like, if you have a goal, you know, go at it. Like, by the end of the day, you know, just, just like, run with morals. Like, don't just use a person. Like, you know, like, 
you know, they're going to help you out, but at the same time, you know, don't be faking, like, just do some disrespectful ass shit behind their back, you know. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, every, everyone is an opportunity, you know. You're an opportunity, like I said. And yeah. Damn, he's got the professional answers out here today. <laughs> nah, bro, I mean, when you grow up in another country, when you grow up, like, like you say, like, I'm telling you, when you start from zero and you go through things at a young age, it just gives you a different mentality. And that's why, you know, I, like, literally, bro, like, the people that hang around i like to hang around with older people because they're more mature not saying that people from marriage are not you know but it's just hard to find that even with women you know women i've talked to you know they're like older like because in a way you know they have like they're they're working you know they're working you know they're they're mature you know and like i say i'm not saying that people from marriage are not you know but it's just like the lifestyle i had and where i'm at right now you know it's just made me think made me see things a little more different a little more you know like responsible you could say you know that's the funny thing is when i was younger i used to only run with people that were older than me right and as i got older it was the people that were older than me were kind of getting stuck where they were right you know what they say like surround yourself with people like with how you want to be like i don't know how to play the saying. i don't know if you heard it like you gotta surround yourself with you're the company you keep so you know like sometimes you know like like i said like los desvelados are older than me and they move in such a way that I really like to you know. I feed myself from that, you know. They're smart people that have goals on what they want to do, right? That was my problem is I never fucking had the right people around me that knew what to do. It's never late to start, though. You can start whenever you want. Shout out, Vic. His uh, his uh, weekly shout out. You know, Los Desvelados, right? Yeah. They're so smart and they're so goal-oriented. Yeah. Whereas the people I used to run with, yeah, you know, everybody has their own path in life to each their own i i got no problem no i got all love for everybody that's been in my life but at some point it's like okay where do you where do you cut it right because you can have people around that are like that but you want to surround yourself mainly with the people that are going to help you grow es que no es acerca de, de cortarlos o ponerlos a un lado es acerca de mantener el respeto mantenerlos ahí y pues como te digo i hope you le ponga subtítulos porque I'm not, yeah. No, como te digo, al final del día, man, eh, es cerca de respeto. Man. He said, at the end of the day, just give him respect. Yeah, no, nah, it's about respect. Uh, personalmente, yo como persona, con la gente que me muevo, te digo, es porque la gente es bien cercana a mí. Soy bien, bien low-key, bien como que sé con quién moverme. Y honestamente, no tengo ese problema mucho, porque con la gente que me muevo no es mucha gente, por eso te digo. Pero al final del día, I don't know, con las con otras personas, I don't know what the fuck to say to that, porque yo no paso por eso. Mm -hmm. Yo honestamente, gracias a Dios, la gente que tengo conmigo es gente leal, gente, gente que yo sé que tiene mi espalda y yo sé que no me harían daño, pero eso soy yo. Otra gente no sé qué decirte. Damn, bro, he got poetic on us. He, he, he said, let me speak some Spanish for the ladies, bro. Es porque, no, no, no es por las mujeres. Es que <laughs> yo siempre, es que yo siempre, desde que me moví acá, man, tengo, esa, tengo ese hábito de que si me pongo nervioso, el puto inglés me sale mal. Y te digo mal, 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 que mi acento se pone más como que se escucha más. Y no me gusta, no me gusta eso. Prefiero hablar en español porque es mi lenguaje, es algo que me siento más cómodo, es algo que, pues, te digo, se me sale más fácil. Dale. <laughs> Dale. Toma. So, basically, what he said is, 
he thanks God for sending him people that have his back. Long story short. Long story short. That's the short version. That's what I could translate. <laughs> um, but no, nah, man, I think that you have a good set of people around you. And I, I respect you, bro. I really do respect you because, like I said, you didn't even know me and you just showed massive amounts of love, right? You stay humble and you continue to work hard all the time. It doesn't matter, you know, who you're surrounded by. You keep your eyes on the prize. And, you know, just like you said, family is the most important thing to you. And even though that void is left because you don't have those certain people around you, you still work hard, basically in honor of them, right? Just like you said, your mom is the most important thing. We opened up the interview with that shit, bro. No, and look, and like, I don't like some people like, oh, mommy's boy. But just understand, when you have, like, no one left, at the end of the day, you know, like, family is, like, what it means the most. I mean, I know some people, you know, they don't have the best relationship with, like, their family members. But, you know, I'm, like I, th- like I said, I'm thankful to God that, like, I can carry, like, a good relationship with, like, her, you know, and with my sisters, you know. And, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I know that's the woman that will never do me bogus. I know that's the woman that has my back, you know. He says she won't break my heart. She will never. I mean, I mean, good thing we didn't get in relationships because, fuck that, I really, yeah. Oh, you want to get into relationships? Nah. You want to you talk about relationships? Nah, uh, that, that was the last episode, bro. Too many relationship highlights. I'm like, damn, I need to, I need some new content. Man, you're young. Make your money up. Make your money up. Like, relationships, like, I don't, like, I feel like from 20 years old to, like, your late 20s, like, okay, like, that's your time to, like, experience life. Because, bro, I had a talk with someone, and um, it was to the point where, like, uh, me personally, you know, like, I'm so uninterested. That's when you tell me, like, oh, you'll be blowing kisses, oh, you'll be having girls left and right. Like, gee, if you want me to be honest, bro, like, I DJ not because of the women. I DJ not because of the alcohol. Like, yes, it pays good. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, DJ because I like it, you know, like, uh, I know what I want in life. I know what I can, like, uh, provide. I know, like, what I could do, you know. And, yes, of course, we're here for a good time, not a long time. But at the same, at the end of the day, you know, just know that, like, uh, you have to do more than just, like, yourself, you know. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're going to be 30 years old, and what the fuck did you do? Like, What did you leave behind? Yeah, what did you leave behind? Like, why are you going to carry on with you? And that's what, you know, like, I'm, like I said, I'm thankful to God. I DJ, and I'm doing something out of my name. Like, you know, thank God, like, people know me, knows me, knows me as Santos, or they know me as Javier, you know. Like, they know my name, and it's not because I'm working a 9 to 5. It's not because I'm out here doing, like, nothing. It's because I'm actually, like, working because of my talents, you know. And, yeah, bro, like I said, you know, Get your money. Get your money. Like, relationships, that's just going to come later. Like, find yourself. Find your purpose. Find your goals. Find the things you want to do. And, I mean, if you're in Chicago and, like, you pull up on me, I got you. Like, you know, like you said, I'm a humble guy. I'm a man of the people, literally, bro. Like, if you ever need anything, like, holla at me. I got you. I just know how to work the decks. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, more than that, bro. You got that tunnel vision, bro. And I talked about that with Nico. You know Nico. Nico Supremo. Shout out, Nico. That tunnel vision, it's... It's you literally see straight. You don't see anything around you. So, like you said, all the alcohol, the girls, like, it, it's nothing because when you love what you do and you just want to create that environment, that safe space, right, that's what you want to do. You want you have that goal. And it's definitely hard to do that, right? It's hard to keep your eye on the prize because there's so many distractions out here pulling you left and right, literally pulling you left and right. And, you know, and once you once – you once you're out here doing something, those distractions are going to come at you. 
like all the alcohol, the drugs. I don't do drugs, by the way. But all the alcohol, all the drugs, and the women and everything is gonna come to you. And at the end of the day, and that's why I'm still humble, you know, because like I said, I don't see myself as that, as that person. Yes, I'm doing it. And yes, I know I'm meant to do something great. You know, I'm meant to like do more than what I'm doing right now. But at the end of the day, I'm still that guy that came from El Salvador six years ago just to work hard and do something for himself, you know. That's it. And that's what it is. There you go. That's De Santos, people. And I want to leave off on that note because I feel like that was so powerful. Uh, so, guys, make sure you check out his set this Saturday. Go ahead and say it again because I'm going to fuck it up. Uh, one more time. I'll be this Saturday, uh, May 7th at Tusa Cantina. I early arrival suggested, man, because that should be getting packed. Like, we're having lines and shit. But, like, you won't regret it. It's going to be a good time. Like I said, May 7th, Cinco de Mayo weekend. And, yeah, pull up on me. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate you coming out and, you know, sharing your time and sharing your story. I didn't get to ask you why you came here. Why I came here? Man, you're doing your shit, bro. Like, one thing about me, man, I don't care who you are. If you're doing it. Whatever I could do to help you. No, 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 not here. I'm talking about to oh, the to U.S. The Boy. Shit. I mean, I don't know if you know El Salvador. Do you know El Salvador? Like, I mean, I know I know about it, but I don't know like, how it's, it is. It's pretty dangerous. I love, I love my country, bro. It's such a beautiful place. You have a little bit of everything. It's just the people, you know. Like, it's pretty dangerous. And my mom, you know, she didn't want me there. So she was like, yo, we got to go. And, you know, it's not something I had a choice of. Like, if you were to ask me, I probably wouldn't have wanted to come here, you know. There's days that I'm here and I still want to go back, but I can't. So, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, my mom took the decision for me to give me a better life. And now she's out here doing it. I'm out here doing it. And we're both doing it, you know. We're a team, so. Yeah, bro. I came here because of that. For a better future. Just like any, like, immigrant family does. There you go, man. Well, thank you once again. No, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Sad boys for real. That'll be all, everybody. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. And don't miss out. Jay Santos, dale. Peace. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.